0: I often get that Bellwood is too good to be true, that, that what we're doing is something that people haven't seen before, and I get that. And I'm actually proud of that. But what people don't understand is the hard work that's gone behind the scenes. The amount of footwork, the amount of hours that my team and I have put in is a direct reflection of our success. Bellwood was started mid-2018. Right now, we're a We're a multi-million dollar company. We've partnered with some of the largest companies in the world, and we're only going in one direction. But it was hard, none of this came easy. My name is Steven Belmont. My friends refer to me as Bo. Uh, we're here today basically because I've been to prison. Pre-August 13th, 2013, I was a real estate investor. Had everything that a guy could ask for at the time. Absolutely. Successful career and successful family. Right now, if you Google me, you see some pretty horrific things regarding a fight that took place in 2013. So I went to Napa for a family reunion, hindsight 2020. I wish we would have turned around when we saw some red flags. Uh, we didn't, uh, we had family traveling from far away to be a part of this. My sister from Australia, we are celebrating my cousin's birthday. He had just um, been signed on to a police force. There was a lot of successes in the family. We wanted to celebrate it. So we, we decided to, to stay. Even though gut feeling was telling me at that point to go, was there alcohol? Yes. Uh, was there also food and gifts and a cake and um, you know stuff for the lake? Absolutely. We arrive quickly, become aware that uh, this is this is an environment that probably um, isn't the best, but we made we made light of it. Went to the lake, came back, Uh, altercation ensued with um, both parties. Uh, That turned out to go nowhere and and ended up making things worse. Um, There was a separation there. And later on in the evening, um, the fight came back and it came to our front door. Um, I made the decision after seeing my cousin, you know, basically surrounded by men uh, in the middle of the night to, to protect him and protect the rest of the people inside the family, which I felt was protection. That was, that was what I felt. You know, had it been like a two by four or something else, maybe a baseball bat, something that somebody typically uses to protect themselves or someone else, I would assume I would be called that, you know. Uh, Unfortunately, that was what was close to me at the time. It wasn't like I sought out a specific weapon, Uh, would never do that. Uh, There was no level of premeditation involved with this. So pre-trial, I had um, three counts of attempted murder, three counts of assault with a deadly weapon. And numerous other charges. I believe there was uh, 19 felonies. From day one, it, it seemed like this was just a huge financial drain. The bail was set at a million dollars. I had to hire, uh, you know, legal defense. Um, I didn't qualify for assistance, so I had to come up with, you know, literally hundreds of thousands of dollars immediately. And it was a fight for my life. Yeah, so this is the box that I took home. This was uh, three and a half years of my life. Some legal paperwork from my appeal. This is, um, this was, we were decorating for Christmas. This was early December. I got arrested, or not arrested, but taken from trial on December 14th. This is probably three days before we were making a, a paper plate snowman. And as you can see, he's just a happy boy. Uh, during trial, it was um, stressful. I literally couldn't sleep, I started drinking heavily. There, I don't think there was a time during the day where I didn't think about spending the rest of my life in prison. And for once in my life, I had you know, zero control over the outcome of my future. During that time, you know, I'm just on pins and needles. All of my uh, attorneys and their assistants and everybody that was involved during the the trial had all said that, you know, I was gonna win. Everybody was really confident in our success. I believe there was uh, 19 felonies, 17 of them were basically dismissed or, or I wasn't guilty of them. When they said true to the charge of assault with a deadly weapon, uh, it was dead silent and I broke down. I uh, believe the maximum they were able to give me for the charges I was convicted of was 10 years. The judge took into consideration my past, uh, letters from family, my working career sentenced me to half of that, and from there I left to San Quentin. This is from my uh, my business partner um, when I was in San Quentin, and I was in the third tier section A, thirty eighth cell. So I left Napa uh, in February, arrived in uh, San Quentin and uh, went to what's known as uh, West Block, which is a short distance from death row. So many things going through my mind, you know, will I survive? Will I ever see my son again? There's that aspect of it where uh, you don't know If you will. So here is um, part of the book that I wrote to um, help occupy my time while I was in St. Quentin. It's 700, over 700 pages. And I did that uh, at night. So I would start writing uh, at about nine o'clock at night. And I would write until 4 a.m. And so it really helped me get through San Quentin, uh, writing that book. Left San Quentin, went to Tehachapi, which is a high desert area of Southern California. And it was there that I found a lot of classes that I could take, uh, self-help courses, anger management, alcohol abuse treatment programs. And so I realized in prison, that um, hey i know what the bottom looks like i know i don't want to be there so if i want to accomplish something the only person that's going to make it happen is me so when i was in i was trying to do real estate i was actually uh, consulting with uh, people that were in there that uh, their moms or their dad wanted to sell their home or didn't know what to do were behind on their mortgage payments Um, i realized At that point in time, if I were to get home and just have a cell phone and to use my resources, that I would be able to create something amazing. So in prison, it's a completely different, uh, obviously environment. And so just a lot of daydreaming of what could be. You have the power, we have the power to make that dream come true. And so that's what I'm doing. I'm making my dreams come true. I had a lot of time to daydream about it. I had a lot of time to construct it. If somebody's going through a similar experience to what I've, you know, what I've dealt with, or they don't think that they can come back from it, um, I understand those feelings. I felt the same thing. The things that I've experienced, I use to power my, my future. And everything that I've done since I've been home has been difficult. I understand that. And I go towards difficulty rather than run from it. So I had a lot of time to think about what I was gonna do when I got home and who I wanted to associate with, what type of dad I wanted to be, what type of businessman I wanted to be. And so I'm doing that, I'm I'm consistent with that, and I plan on doing that for the next five years. Uh, I plan on being a part of my son's life, I plan on uh, being a part of my niece and and nephew's life, and uh, Christmas functions, birthdays. I plan on being a part of uh, the church, continuing to be a part of the church. Uh, continuing to make great uh, friendships with new people and uh, just growing as a human being. Next five years I see myself uh, continuing on with with Bellwood. I see Brody starting to drive. I see marriage and perhaps uh, another child. Consistency is what I see. I see a lot of hard work and dedication and I see success.